I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Live World and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. So we were saying last week Harry Styles has had a very bad luck things, you know. Yeah. Um, he's He had a stalker outside his house that ended up going to court. And he uh, was mugged at knife point on Valentine's Day in Hampstead Heath. He was on a night out. He was threatened by a man who demanded money from him. We don't know if he knew that he was Harry Styles or he just was a well-dressed guy with, you know, wanted some money from him. Uh, he was on the Today Show, hosted by Carson Daly. Wasn't he mentioned in an Eminem song? Uh, he could have been. I um, went to the taping of a Carson Daly show once when I was in New York. It's only seven seconds long. Right. But he's been talking about the incident. Hey, Harry. There was a, a news report about you getting mugged in London. We don't have to get into it, but are okay. you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> Thanks, thank you. That's all. That's all Why would you laugh at that? Are you okay? <laughs> that's what kind of Carson Daly does. That's, that's his thing. So the problem EastEnders, right? EastEnders viewers are getting used to uh, Peter Beale's return. So you remember Peter Beale? Uh, Peter Beale. Ian Beale's son, good-looking fella, went off to Hollywood. Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah, he ended up being the drummer in Queen in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, right. Is his name Peter Beale? No. So that Peter Beale was five foot eight. Yeah, shorter than Ian. Off he went. Right, he was a fully grown man. Not his dad, huh? Is he not his dad? No, he is his dad. Just Peter Beale has come back, different person playing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Ben Mitchell's being four different guys. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So the new Peter Beale is six foot three. <laughs> Oh my god. He's like Peter Crouch. Ian Beale's hugging him and looks like Ian Beale's shrunk, but he hasn't. Ian Beale's the same size. New Peter Beale is much taller. So, whatever happened to him when he was away, he stretched. Now, Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, Peter Beale yes. was a good actor. Why didn't he go back? Is he too cool now? No, like you do soap for a certain while and then you, you know, you might have ambitions to get into movies, which is that guy's dream now. He's off, he's gone. Like Cat Slater's daughter years ago. She went off to be Wonder Woman. Do you remember her? What was her name? Can't remember. Zoe. Zoe, yeah. Good looking girl. She was lovely. Went to Hollywood. She did, She was a superhero and something. I don't know if anything else happened after that. Anyway, the original Peter Beale, he's in, He's off chasing the Hollywood thing. And uh, new actor Peter Beale is much taller. Right. His name is Dale Hudson. He towers over the on-screen dad, Ian, played by Adam Woodjat. Well, it would make it more interesting if because he's uh, now taller, he had a different ma. Or sorry, da. Now, who is his ma? Tasman Outweight? Oh, you have me there now. 
Crossy? Cindy. Cindy. She shot him. Is that on Ian's ma? No, that's no. Kathy. Kathy. Oh, yeah. No, well. Ian's, he couldn't marry his own ma. Well, it's, it's, it is his tenders, Jim. Ant McPartland isn't shying away from showing off his feelings for his current girlfriend, Anne-Marie Corbett. You will be on that. He described Anne-Marie, <laughs> she will though, as the greatest love, one of his greatest loves. One of his greatest loves. Here's my girlfriend. She's one of my greatest loves. I suppose he has to mention other loves as well, doesn't he? Not, no, not usually, no. Maybe means, maybe means deck. He described Anne-Marie as one of his greatest loves during an interview with Stylist magazine. Jeez, they're going everywhere, those lads. The couple have been together for two years and Aunt recently settled his divorce with ex-wife Lisa Armstrong. I think she was Aunt's PA or manager or something. Wow. Is, is, De- is Dex's wife not their manager? Well, he's anyway. spent a lot of time with people. You know? That's true. It's like the dancing thing. That is the dish for now. We're live from the Arnott's Warehouse sale. In Swords at the National Show Centre. It's on all weekend. There's so much parking. So much. Dublin 74. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Good morning. We are live. Border for four is Roadhog. Yes. <laughs> and we're here. We're at the National Show Centre Swords for the Arnott's Warehouse Sale, which is back this weekend. Uh, takes place from today to Sunday. I've been on Sundays at them before, and I've been earlier in the weekend. And uh, my advice would be to get here as early as you can. Because they've got offers on everything. DeLonghi coffee machines. Oh, I have one of them. Any use? Very good. LG TVs. I've got one of them. Very Any good. Use? Very good. Mila vacuums. Very good. They're all here. Everything. Now, uh, for those people, because we've honestly been here a few times, so we know where it is. For people who are wondering, where is that? Where? Where is that? To be honest, there's loads of people just going, where is that? I like the sound of that, but where is that? If you come from the south side, you head towards the airport, and then... Just as you get to the big roundabout at the airport, just head towards Swords and at the next roundabout. You see the Coachman's Pub on your right. Yeah. It's the roundabout after that. It's kind of quite a small roundabout, and you take the right off it as if you're heading towards Port Marnock, but like it's 30 seconds after that first roundabout we just mentioned. Very easy to find. I think everyone is sat now on their phone these days will be grand. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Just if you're thinking about you're going to make the journey, you might think it's miles away. It's hey, not. Jim. Yeah. They even have those Yankee candles. Oh. Yeah. You've got a Yankee Coodle, Yankee Candle. Candles, Jim. No, not Yankee Coodle, in you. <laughs> they found another planet. We can all go there. And oh. only a matter of time before they go there and start fracking that one as well. Is there any viruses on it? What? Viruses on it. No, there's no viruses. K218B, catchy name. Maybe It may have liquid water under its hydrogen-rich atmosphere. Um, and they reckon it's twice the size of Earth. And it could be hab- habit... Hab- Habitual. No, ha- habitable. 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 Yeah, habitable. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's larger than Earth, smaller than Neptune, and it's rock and roll. Now, it's a good bit of far away. They need to work out how to get us there. But would you sign up, Nobby? Would you? Um, depends how many of us were going. Be one of the first people on a new planet. If it was just me and my own, and my thoughts, it'd be kind of boring. No, not you and your own. Like you'd, Trust me. You'd have to go with a few people. But you go yeah. and start a new planet. It's like people going to Australia only much further away. It'd be like going to a new job or something. Yeah, starting yeah. something. Yeah, but I you can never know. come back. Oh, they're going to put you up there. So it's like Mars then. Log cabin, and they leave you there. It's like Mars then, because the moment you can't get back from Mar- Mars, you live on Mars. That's not habitable. Uh, they're not sure about that one. Habitable. Uh, a c- kind of a lawyer solicitor, as we call them, in this part of the world, and a computer programmer have tried to record and copyright every melody in existence. 
uh, to make an algorithm. Oh. And the idea is to stop people like Katy Perry having to give randomers $2.8 million, which is what happened when she had to give a Christian rapper called Flame. Uh, you might remember she had a song called Dark Horse. Yeah. And I remember we, we spoke about this uh, time, this trial at the time, or case, rather. And, uh, yeah, she had to pay out. So what this computer program is going to do is they're basically saying, there's, there's only so many melodies in the world. And it's actually, they're, like, why would these people need to be ripping off randomers? Well, when they, when they bring you to court, they'll, they'll, if you can prove that you came up with this independently, nothing to do with the other song. It's just a coincidence. That's one thing. But if you heard this somewhere and ripped it off, then that's a different thing altogether. One of the earliest cases of this was George Harrison, who subconsciously stole the melody um, from an, old, an older song for his song, So Fine My Sweet Lord. So that was one of the first ones. And that he stopped writing songs because of it. My sweet lord, he ripped that off, didn't For he? For a while. Well, he didn't intentionally. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That's a famous song. Um, these guys uh, say that they're songwriters themselves. You want to make the world better for songwriters. I'm a songwriter myself, bud. We're taking everything, putting it into the public domain, and then no one can claim ownership. Now, I don't know if that's right either, though. No, they're just trying to make money out of everybody's songs. They're trying to own songs. It's like me saying I own the moon now. All the melodies that they've generated, as well as the codes for the algorithm that created them, is on their website. All the music dot info. If you're a and they songwriter. own all that. So if I write a song and it's the same one, it's going to I be don't, one there. Yeah, I don't think they own all of it. Looks no, no, they, they want to put all the melodies into the public space. They've they've composed sixty eight point seven billion melodic combinations. There's even there's even some. I'd say you're Mick McCarthy's babies up there. Well, that's David Byrne. Yeah, well, David Byrne's up there, though. Um, Irish Grand's Hotel Virus Terror. An Irish Grand told yesterday how she trapped in a holiday nightmare after her Tenerife Hotel went into coronavirus lockdown. Geraldine Manigan from Rathfarnham. Any, uh, you know her, do you? No, don't know any Manigans. And her husband and her four friends were in quarantine after an outbreak in uh, the Costa AJJ Palace. Wouldn't be the worst place to spend two weeks with it. No, one thing that did scare me though, they have uh, chains and padlocks on the fire exits of these hotels to stop That's people. Ridiculous. Like, they probably have more chance of a hotel going on fire than them getting coronavirus. But I mean, the biggest thing, like, this mask thing, I put up a photograph of me wearing a DIY mask yesterday. Uh, you look like as, Bane. As a joke. I wish I'd, you'd worn it all of last week instead of coughing all over me. Freak. I could do that actually, yeah. Like, if you don't have anything, these masks are useless. Right. You're just scaring people. You're helping create the panic. Yeah. There has been no cases reported in Ireland yet. Okay? Yeah. You need to really keep a, keep a level on it. Listen to experts. Like, health experts. Yeah. Nobody else. There's an awful lot of media freaking out. Just like, you know, headlines and... Oh! You know, they freak you out. Like you, you would think we're all doomed. We're not. We're not. And until yeah. somebody says we are... Then, like, they cancel a rugby match. That actually makes sense. You don't want a load of people coming from Italy and staying in the one spot for two hours. That's not a good idea. But, but then still, they still potentially will come. But they, you know, the chances of a massive spread this morning are lower. You're hearing of in-flight entertainment companies going bust because of it. They must have had other reasons. Obviously, this was the the final straw, which didn't help them. You're hearing Microsoft talking about profits being down and these things are getting headlines and it's making it feel like you're watching a movie and all it needs is 
your man Ben Affleck to come in and well, there was sa a movie the planet. very similar to Dustin Hoffman film years ago, Outbreak, I think it's called. Oh yeah, very similar to yeah. what's gone. But it's not. That's not the case. You know, and if, if people get it, most people who get it survive. It's people with very bad lungs, you know, elderly people and people with bad lungs who are most at risk. So, calm down. But there are certain radio shows with very ill-informed people. Very ill-informed. Creating panic. Obviously, they're entitled to their opinion. Well, do you know why? Because people love being freaked out. That's I know. People, that's why people watch all murder shows and they watch all those dramas with all the crazy... People love being freaked out and the, the news loves freaking you out. That's, that's one of their favourite things to do. But that doesn't help businesses and closures no. and events. So like, don't believe, you know, and wash your hands. Just listen to all the, the correct advice. Wash your hands. This is just me thinking now, right? Yeah. Will Paddy's Day go ahead because of this? Well, yeah, well, who cares if it doesn't? Paddy's Day is terrible. Economy! <laughs> I know, but it's, if we skipped it, or maybe postponed it, we did it before with the uh, foot and mouth, we postponed it to May. Did we? Yeah, it'd be much, so, much, much warmer day, you know? Blonde oh, yeah. won't be freezing on O'Connell Bridge. Do warmer it? rain. And I don't think she's doing that this year. She actually has a regular gig now. They found no, somewhere they, to put she her. She always does that, that's her thing. Anyway, she in her big green coat. She wouldn't have to wear the green coat. She could wear a green shirt. Right. Or a blouse. Yeah, maybe just cancel all together, so. It's just people get falling around. Like, the floats are good and everything. I, do, I want Paddy's head to go ahead, okay? All right, Nobby. I like it. <laughs> it is the strawberry alarm clock. It's F104. Everyone calm down. <laughs> We're doomed, Joe. We're doomed. Doomed. Get out there, Yeah, yeah. Doomed, Joe. Yeah, yeah, doomed. 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 Nobby, I was watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, yeah, it's back on now, isn't it? A new season. Well, no, it's the one that's on is... Uh, it's a repeat. Yeah. It's, anyway, yeah. It was the very first episode Jeremy Clarkson did. He did a car-related question. And uh, I thought, oh, I must screenshot that now. Nobby, ask Nobby, does he know it? Which of these is credited with inventing a type of compression ignition engine? Was it A, Franz Ethanol, B, Dieter Propane, C, Rudolf Diesel... Or D, hands unleaded. Where'd you get that music from? Good one, Crossy. Don't be putting me on the spot like that. <coughs> Is it, that's right. <coughs> A, Franz Ethanol. B, Dieter Propane. C, Rudolf Diesel. And uh, D, hands unleaded. Can I have a 50-50? You're Googling. I'm not Googling. I can see you Googling. I'm not Googling. Well, get off your computer then. Tapping away, there he is. Oh, sorry, you're Give out of time. Hang on a second. There's no time limit on who wants to be millionaire. Thousand pounds. Well, you reckon it is, Nobs? Uh, you're Mr. Carr, like. Give yeah. us the four surnames again. Well, you, I'm not Googling. You're looking at the texts. Look, I'll. Jesus. Close, close why, the laptop. Why would anyone help me? Nobody ever helps me in anything. Oh, in yeah. life, World on WhatsApp, nothing. World does you a favour. Come on, give us the four surnames again. Will you? Propane. Hans Ethanol. Dieter Propane. Rudolf Diesel or Hans Unleaded. I think we can rule out Hans Unleaded, can we? Uh, Rudolf Diesel as well. Good luck to him. Well, what's the answer, Nobby? Mr. Car Mad. Nobby on Cars. Your own YouTube channel about cars. Answer the question, Nobby. She's <laughs> very aggressive this morning. I am, haven't I? Yeah, uh, i question for you now in a second. I'm going with the second one. Give us the music again from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. 
Do you have the... Get your, uh, get your incorrect. By the way, there's a real-life TV show coming of that... Cheese. Oh, the couple of episodes. That's a movie, isn't it? Is it a movie or a drama? I don't know. Anyway, it's coming. Uh, the answer was Rudolph Diesel. Really? Yeah, inventor of the compression ignition engine. Very good. I did not know. Stop messing down the back of the class. Now I know. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long My World and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai. epmooney.ie Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, to tell you about the things, uh, first of all, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, she's behind Fleabag. Yes, And she's revealing the oomph that she brought to Bond 25 in the script. But there was a lot of people writing. There's been a few writers before. So you're aware of who's who's been there. Uh, But, of course, it is Daniel Craig's final, final outing as 007. Uh, We're not not far off. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has revealed in an interview how much input she had in Bond's most recent adventure. So uh, here she's chatting about it. You gave oh, no, she's everything not. for her. <laughs> What's the point, like? When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of him. What is it? You don't know what this is. James Bond. Licensed to kill. History of violence. Be speaking to my own reflection. Only your skills die with your body. Mine will survive long after I'm gone. History isn't kind to men who play God. (gasps) Now she did say that she was asked to write alternatives to scenes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I was asked to do dialogue polishes yeah. and to offer things, really. It's just about offering different alternatives. That's, so what, does, that's what it's all about. Does that mean they definitely use your ones or they just ask you to do them? 
and see yeah. what happens. There, well, there's so many people involved. They'll they'll say, yeah, we need to have uh, four different options here. We're not sure about that. And can we have something like this? And can you change that? Right. There's an awful lot goes on. Uh, it sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, apparently, yeah. James Bond, when you when we join him in this film, not that I care, he'll um, be uh, five years out of work. He's been on the scratcher for five years. James Bond on the scratcher. Yeah, so he's, he comes out. He's coming out of a, a long-term relationship. No, he's <laughs> on Tinder. Can't meet anybody. He's uh, he's in the job centre. Right, for, but there's no jobs going for special agents, double agents. I'm going to give him a job as a bouncer. Well, that's, well, he's he's working. He's doing bits and bobs. You know, he's doing a few bits. More good also, show. He's uh, but he's you know he's slamming the scratch at the same time. And well, that's where the story starts. Soon. Uh, more cool shows, theme tunes here, Jim, because the spin-off of oh. The Sopranos movie, The Many Saints of Newark. It better be good. September this year. It's been rightfully hailed as one of the cornerstones of the golden age of television, which we're still in, by the way. And uh, it's going to be uh, James Gandolfini's son will be playing the role, Tony Soprano. As which is hit. mad, isn't it? Like he And he looks so like him, it's mad. I'm looking forward to. So, uh, Christopher's, they're, they're all there. That's going to be good. Christopher's in it. Christopher's. I'm sure, Christopher would have been a baby when. Dicky Maltasante, who's was Christopher's dead father, right. will be played by Alessandro Navola. Okay. That sounds good, doesn't it? It does. Bruno Tonioni, the fellow who can't stay still, uh, you know, the fellow who gets up off his chair all the time. Yeah. He hopes to take the cha-cha-cha-cha-cha charts by storm after landing his own record deal. It's all about the judges. It is. Music bigwigs were so impressed by his singing performance on Strictly Come Dancing last year, he was offered a deal for a Vegas-style Donna Summer-inspired album. He's copying Julian Benson. He has his own charity single out at the moment for CF. Does he? In your face, Bruno. And who couldn't stay on the chair first longest? Who? I don't know. <laughs> Young. Yeah. You know it's called Ash Wednesday. Well, sometimes people get confused. So we sent the lads, uh, Terry and Crossy, out onto the street to find out. Uh, they're pretending they're American reporters asking all about the world-famous Ash Wednesday. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, we're, doing, we're doing a documentary uh, for an American audience, and we're wondering about uh, today's day. What's so significant about Ash Wednesday? What? Are you like giving that. up the hash this this Wednesday? I don't smoke or anything like that. Right, you don't smoke the, the hash. I don't smoke okay. or drink. Right. No. You just call it hash. Is that what you just call it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's hash. Yeah, okay. And is it, can it's, you have some hash on, on some um, Paddy's Day? So on Paddy's Day, is it is it okay to have some hash? Uh, Patrick's Day, uh, yes. It's okay on Patrick's okay. Day. So everybody is... <laughs> Everybody goes having around a good time. having a good time Partying. and enjoying, enjoying themselves. And they can just party. Yeah, party right. enough. I like it. Yeah. We'll enjoy it. Right, okay. Right, sing so. Where can I get all. some good stuff? Oh, I wouldn't know. Right, okay. But you have some on your forehead. I was just wondering. Yeah, well, that's in the church. Okay. The church. Are you, are you the church? Okay, I'll go to the church. <laughs> this morning. Go on and then see him. And the priest will give me some hash. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're a local Dubliner, am I right? Yeah. What's yeah. so significant about today's day? It's Ash Wednesday. Hash Wednesday. So yeah. uh, you get hash for you free. Get, you get hash for free? Yeah. No, you go to the church. Oh. So, so if you're, if you're and you give up, you know, do you give up hash? Focus. Do you give up the hash on... Not hash. 
Ash. Ash, yes. Uh, I've seen the people. They put it on their foreheads. Yeah, they're all in a good yes. mood. Ash. That's a blessing. Everybody's happy. Yeah. It's the marriage wana? Yeah, it's so would you go to church to for the marriage wana? Yeah, you go to church for that, yeah. Okay. Then you give up something for uh, Lent. Really appreciate it, sir. Well. Today's day. Uh, it's uh, Hash Wednesday. Yeah, what about... <laughs> what, what, what do you think of it? What do I think of it? Yeah. <laughs> Don't think much of it, to be honest. Right, okay. <laughs> so this is the day that everybody gives up Hot hash. Box. Gives up what? Uh, gives up hash. Hash? Yeah, Hash Wednesday. Hash Wednesday? Yeah. Hash? That's what I said. <laughs> it was in smoke and hash? Yeah, yeah. I see people <laughs> going around with it on their heads. Yeah. Hash. Hash, yes. Hash. They, they got from the priest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the priest deals this illegal drug today. I know, yeah. I was going to get it myself. Well, there's a church down there. <laughs> yeah. you there's a there's a statue of Napoleon right down there. <laughs> it's not Napoleon. Who is it? <laughs> I don't know, but it's not Napoleon. Okay. <laughs> this is a Napoleon Street, no? Napoleon Street? No, it's O'Connell Street. Oh, maybe that's who it is. Who's in O'Connell Street named after? It was uh, named after. Yeah. A few years ago, he was on Strictly Come Dancing. Strictly Come, I don't know, was he? Yeah. Now they made a statue because he did so well in the competition? Uh, I think think that statue's there a bit longer than Strictly Come Dancing. Strictly Come Shooting or something, maybe. Wow. (laughs) Come Shooting? (laughs) Come Shooting. Listen, sir, it's been a real pleasure. (laughs) And enjoy the rest of your Hash Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of my Hash Wednesday. You too. Serious messing. FA 104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Cover in a click. Ten questions. Thousand euro. Instagram. It's good to admit when you're in the wrong gym, you know. Okay, I'll remind you that. <laughs> Kevin, good morning. Good morning, lads. How are you today? Do you ever make a mistake, Kev? Uh, not that well, not that often. Not as much as you, now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin oh, is a, better. Kevin is a car detailer, and but he gets all. Kev. You what? Kev. Kev, we'll Kev. call you Kev. Okay. Yeah. So weird when I get called Kevin. What kind of cars do you detail? Just any any car? No, it's like mostly new cars going out. So you do the PDIs? Yeah. What's the PDI's for? Pre-delivery inspection, Jim. Right. Most people wouldn't know that, would they? Do you know that if you get a new car, yeah. Kev will back me up on this, and let's say it gets a little bit of a scuff on the boat yeah. before you even ever see it, yeah. they can fix it and not tell you. <gasps> Kev could. Kev wouldn't do that, would you, Kev? I'm saying nothing about that, no. <laughs> Kev, what's your favourite car? Uh, I'd have to go with a Merc. Yeah, so when you're detailing yeah. a Merc, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a bit of me. Yeah, just, just having a look at it, yeah. Wishing oh. and hoping. <laughs> yeah. Hoping What's your favourite car, Nobby? It changes on the day, Jim. Oh, yeah, whatever, whatever you're driving, I suppose, is it? And he's off to Cheltenham soon. Is that, that inspired by the Colomini ad, or were you just going anyway? Ah, Colomini all the way, yeah. It's I great ad, going. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> Right, let's get your 10 questions on and see if you can take a thousand euro to Cheltenham. What a bit of luck, lad. The game begins in three, two, one. 
How many years are there in a decade? Ten. Which of the five senses is missing from the following? Sight, hearing, smell, taste. Foot. What kind of animal did Tones and I sing about in her 2019 hit? Sorry, could you say that again? What kind of animal did Tones and I sing about in her 2019 hit? Olga. What is 50% of 700? 350. True or false, the cream cracker was invented in Dublin? True. A spork combines a fork and what other utensil? Uh, Boom. How many points is a bullseye worth in darts? 50. On tonight, the darts. Which chess piece makes an L-shaped move, the knight or the bishop? Bishop. Which continent has the most countries? Africa. And what county are you cheering for if you say up the Desha? Dublin. Controversial. Controversial. Right. Decades would be ten. Touch was right. The dance monkey, dance monkey, dance monkey. Uh. I, I, I. Or is it Dance Tiger would be good as well, though. It would be. I'm sure it's coming soon. Is it true, Jim, the cream cracker was invented in Dublin? It was, yeah. It was invented by a man called Joseph Houghton in his gaff in Dublin in 1885. And he showed Mr. Jacobs all about it. And he went into production with what it. What was it made of? Like, was he... It's kind of made of uh, wheat and oil and bits and bobs. Yeah, invented I mean. the what cream cracker. Do? Come on, Dublin. Uh, a spoon is the right answer. 50 and darts. It's the knight, not the bishop. Uh, Africa was right. Good man. I said Europe. Big agent that I am. 54 uh, countries in Africa. And up to Dacia is uh, Waterford. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, Kevin, you score seven. That's not too bad. It was better than I expected anyway. You're a seven, Kevin. Seven, Kevin. (laughs) How's your look? Enjoy. How long does it take you to detail a car on average? Uh, that depends now. It could take an hour or it could take three. Oh, wow. Good note. Depends on the car. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Listen, have a great day. Hard luck. Thanks very much, lad. Cheers the for search for Cheers our care. next 1,000 euro winner continues. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. I'll get to the reaction to that song in one second. But kids... Good. We've been inspired. This kid has done an impersonation of something they hear on this show. That's what we want you to do. To, you know, do an impersonation or impression of something you hear on this show. That's what this kid did. Oh, yeah? That's what this kid did. Here we go. Here we go. Seconds. 1,000 euros. That's right This is Noah from Fingless. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. <laughs> so send us in your one. Uh, did you know that pure and simple... That song, there was three writers on it, two guys and a girl. The girl was called Alison Clarkson, and she is also known as Betty Boo. You're joking me. And she was about 30 or just over it when that song was written. I think she, I think she was exactly 30. And doesn't she have a famous daughter now, I think? Uh, Alison Clarkson, I don't know. She's got a famous daughter. She is married to uh, another guy who's uh, also quite well known. He's an actor, fella. Uh, Paul something. She had that song. Remember that song? Betty Boo? Yeah, yeah. Just do what you do. That's... Remember that song? 
Good choice, Jim Jim. Looking forward to hearing it again in 10 years. Said really? Montella. Jesus, Jim, that was bad. Jim, I've been singing along with a nod. Uh, your noggin didn't even realise I knew the words. So cheesy. Are you reading out all the nice messages No, no, I've just read, read some bad ones there. You know, the, uh, if they ever get done for robbing all around the world from Oasis, remember that? It did sound like that. Oh, yeah. It does sound... Well, it was actually written three years before for another band who were then dropped. I call for the sacking of Jim for that song. There should be no nodding today. Culture. Good day. Cancel culture. Cancel it's culture. Ridiculous. Yeah, cancel Jim Jim for playing pure and simple. <laughs> Get the, the boat with that Jim Jim. <laughs> Straight out of the gutter, Jim. Belting it out in my car. Ah, Jim, you curly-headed legend. Pure and simple. Um, Muppet. Holy Jesus. That's great. That's fantastic. Jobby. He's, he's definitely reading out all the positive Tune. ones. Tune. They're calling me a Muppet and asking me if you sacked. And Jobby. Where's positive about that? Yes, Jim Jim. Love it. Play more like this. Somebody wants Deltra Goodrum tomorrow. Oh, stop. Yeah, there's no need for that. Calm down, will you? Right, let's it's play 840. It. <laughs> kids in the car, kids yeah. in the car. Everyone is a little star. You know they are. Early on the strawberry. They chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. All right, let's see what you hear on the show, kids. Hi, my name's Brogan, and I hear on the show, Nod Your Noggin. Yeah. Nod. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. My name is Grace from Finglist, and my impersonation of what I hear on the show is multitrip.com. <laughs> Hashtag those dirty looking idiots. That's a good one. Don't we say that, do we? Hashtag those dirty... Oh, that's the They're ad. They're doing the ads, yeah. There you go. Ready advertising works. Hi, it's Alex and it's Podgy's TV's Guide. What's on tonight? That's very good. Podgy's TV Jim, Guide. Jim, Jim. Hello. You're a muppet. <laughs> he is. He is. Jim, Jim, you're a muppet. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mupp- muppet. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Hi, we're Lucy and Molly and this, this is our Impersonation. Nod your noggin. Nod your. Alright, Jim, alright. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Abby. My name is Bailey, and my impression is of Jim, Jim. You're joking me. (laughs) (laughs) You're joking me. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Abby. It's Alex, and I'm here. Freaks on Friday with my man Al Gibbs. And this is what I my name is Alex and this is what I hear on FO one oh four Nodger Noggin Very good. One more. Kids, these are very good. Really enjoying them. Might do this again someday. Hello Jim Jim and Nobby and this is my first nation of Jim Jim and Nobby. And Knickers. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Charlie. Bye. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Very good. Right, whoever uh, gets today's Jump Zone Pass will have a great time, and everyone who messages in is in the draw to win just that. So, nice one and all. Uh, we have F104's Dish to the Dirt coming up in a few minutes. Jurassic World 3, it's started. And uh, the Pudsicast dolls talk about getting nervous. Let's do it. Now, it's time yeah. for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. Lots of animals are coming back from the dead. Jurassic World and the Pussycat Dolls. 
Uh, <laughs> different kind of animal. Jurassic World, um, uh, the new Jurassic World. Oh yeah, the film is going to take uh, a, a lot of money to make. But we now finally know a bit, a bit more about uh, Jurassic World, the movie, including its title. Jurassic World Dominion follows Fallen Kingdom and 2015's Jurassic World. It's what? the sixth one, Nobby. Have you seen them all? No, not them all, no. What's it got to do with the minions? <laughs> hey! No, like you said, Jurassic World Dominions. Dominions, yeah. So uh, no! Are they going to be waving bananas in the T-Rex face? Jurassic World Dominions. They should do a film. They should do a collab. Why not? They're doing everything else. Director Colin Trevorrow uh, revealed that filming had commenced and showed off the movie's title on Twitter. Oh, good. There you go. Good for you, Colin. I know something you don't know. Also, the Pussycat Dolls are back and they admit the show must go on even when they get things terribly wrong. Now, they were on the one show and they missed their intro. Oh. They were facing the wall for about 40 seconds. The music was playing. They had started singing on the backing track. Oh. But they were just standing facing the wall. Oh, well, here, here, well, Kimberly admits nerves don't come into play even when things are going haywire. You just can't be nervous as a pussycat doll. You just have to go for it. Know that you put everything down on the dance floor and then however it's perceived is however it's going to be perceived. You see, that's why a series linked that show. I couldn't be sitting through it. But then every so often Stormzy or the Pussycat Dolls have a, have a meltdown. So I'll be able to watch it. It's not going to be as raunchy as Saturday Night Takeaway. The BBC at 7 o'clock. Not a hope. Well, they didn't really go raunchy on the Saturday Night Takeaway, did they? Yeah, it was... Yeah. That's a family show. There was enough, like. If you go and see Dark Waters, you'll uh, see a spectacular performance from Mark Ruffalo. That's according to his co-star and on-screen wife, Anne Hathaway. There's Anne Hathaway. Dark Waters is out this Friday, and Anne tells us what to expect. What he brings to the role is stunning acting, so intelligent, so soulful so dignified with so much integrity in some ways I think on a scale that we've, we haven't gotten to see from Mark yet I am okay Anne how come you're so softly spoken now speaking of a scale that we can't keep up with EastEnders Peter Beale is back but he's a different actor yeah and they couldn't afford the last Peter Beale the last Peter Beale went off to join Hollywood even though he like he got all posh all of a sudden he was like that he was like, Peter Beale was all right, Dad, we will help you down the stall. Then they replaced him for the guy who left. And he was very posh. He spoke a bit like curled play. And he was five foot eight inches. But now the new Peter Beale, same character, different actor, is six foot three. Quite a bit of a height difference, all right. Yeah. And cheaper. So he gets his son back. Sharon loses his son this week. Uh, is that... I think that's all that happened this week. EastEnders is a barrel of laughs, isn't it? The crack. It's all about uh, the thing on Netflix anyway. Forget about Ben Mitchell or Ian Bale or whoever. What's it called? Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Everyone's watching that. That's, Everyone's that's the class. one. Haven't that's seen it yet. One. It's on For my to-do list. Forget about it. Uh, that is Dish on the Strawberry Darm Clock on F104. So, uh, Nobby, one of the biggest things, of course, one of the favourite games of the modern era is Would You Rather. Oh, Would You Rather. Now, it can get very gross. That's the only thing I don't like about Would You Rather. There you is know? a thing on Netflix, by the way. It's been there for a few years, so I assume it's still there. It's called Would You Rather. It's mad. Well, is it the same idea? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but like, Would You Rather, I've often seen it, you know, it, it makes goes downhill into really gross things. 
This isn't really gross things. It's people around the dining table and it makes Saw look like My Little Pony. Oh, my God. Oh, you told me about that before. Yeah. Oh, no. You're grand. But the actual game of Would You Rather generally involves colleagues, mates, uh, girlfriend, whatever. Right, here we go. Would you would you rather be hairy all over, Nobby, or completely bald? Completely bald. You're halfway there, aren't you? Well. Would you rather be gossiped about or never talked about at all? Oh, gossiped about. Bring it on. <laughs> would you rather be invisible or able to read minds? Oh, oh read minds. Wow. These are, rather, these are rather good invisible. ones. I often thought about being invisible. Yeah, I know what you'd be doing. Well, after that. <laughs> I'm sure that you get bored of that after a while. It'd be kind of weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I always imagined uh, being invisible in school and coming in, you know, and everyone thinks I'm, a, I'm on a day sick and just, like, moving stuff. I've spoken to your teachers, Jim. They've said you might as well have been. Just throwing, th- throwing chalk at people, you know, and just... For, what happened there? Who did I? Yeah. Would you rather be stranded on an island alone or with someone you hate? hate at least you'd have someone to talk to wouldn't you well you could hopefully work it out you could fill the days by hating them or bury the body (laughs) would you rather be happy for 8 hours a day and poor or sad for 8 hours a day and rich happy and poor yeah I'd do something I'd find something you're not allowed in in, um, would you rather you're not allowed to change the outcome you're not allowed you know, change things. Yeah, but I change my fortunes around. No, you'd have to. If if you agreed to this, you'd be sad. A, okay. For eight hours a day, nothing could change it. But eight hours is a long time. Yeah. Would you get rather get caught singing in the mirror or spying on your crush? Um, depends on the outcome of spying on your crush. Yeah, you don't want to get like a court what, case out of it, do you? Yeah, but what if there wasn't a court case? What if they were like? I never thought you cared. Oh my God, you care? Yeah. Do you want to um, take this further? Go jump on a trampoline? So I don't know. It's That's a hard one to answer. Would you rather never use the internet again or never watch TV again? Oh, that's a good one. That's too That's a tough one. Well, you can it? use the internet to watch TV. You're not allowed to switch things around. No, so, so if you're on the internet, you're never allowed to watch TV on it. There's very little you can't... Yeah, but if you're... No, hang on. You're allowed to use the internet. You're not allowed to change you're talking things. About it's part of the would-you-rather rules. But, like, if I want to want a match, I can get a link to stream it. If I want to watch something on any of the streaming platforms... Yeah, you're looking for a loophole there. You're talking about the act of actually having a television in the corner of a room. No. And if I could have only never, that or only the internet, I'm picking the internet. Okay, I think I'll pick TV. I'd never be able to Google how to boil an egg again, but I'd be okay. Would you rather be only able to whisper or only able to shout? Whisper. You can say a lot more and more powerful terms just by whispering. And you could probably get a job on EastEnders. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Look at you. Know, yeah, it's just one night. It was one I'm night. Max Brenning's almost Irish, more handsome brother. It didn't mean anything at all. It's just, yeah, no, it was one night. It's just yeah. one night. I know it's happened 17 times, but it's just one night. 17 yeah. times. 17 nights, that's all it was. You're, well, s- you're, st- you're still a slag. <laughs> Would you rather be able to stop time or fly? Oh, 
man. Oh, that's a difficult one. I'd Jim. like to be able to fly. You have me there. I think fly. Why would you stop time? So you could creep on people? No. How is that the word? The first thing that comes to your head? <laughs> Creeping on the people. First thing that comes to my head about you. <laughs> that's just weird. Like yeah. He, Creeping on people would be the invi- the invisible option, not stopping time. Why would you want to stop time for? Because you're having too much fun. Because you oh, don't want to die. Time, okay, right. Stop time, but would everyone not freeze if you stop time? Well, you could probably pause and unpause. You know, so just fast forward to the ads. I'd rather f- uh, uh, definitely be able to fly. It's been a dream of mine since I was seven. Yeah, keep dreaming. I used to cycle my bike, you know, with a Chris cur- with a kiss curl. I used to with my arms down like I'm flying. Mm. Mm. Well, kryptonite is another planet, and you're definitely on one. I don't think we achieved anything there, but definitely uh, it was no, fun. that's a good game. That's a good game. Um, some are very hard to decide. The internet and TV, I think, really has me has me. That's a conundrum. Send us the best would you rather you've ever been asked, please. Oh, yeah. And it can't involve somebody older in the office. <laughs> Those yeah. ones. Keep they, the gross ones to yourself. They don't count. <laughs> it's the strawberry alarm clock <laughs> on F104. It's the strawberry alarm clock. It's F104. You know the way he says yeah. apesh in that song? Yeah. And then he says uh, bape sh. Bape is a high-end brand of Japanese clothing that's a popular with American rappers. Okay. Bape. Look it up. Get yourself a bape top and you'll look like Whopper. Hip-hop. Whopper. We're live at the National Show Centre in Swords today for the Arnott's Warehouse Sale. It's on right the way through until Sunday from today. Uh, they got top offers on such as Belik gift sets, Yankee candles, Tipperary products. They're not to be missed. And it's all open till nine. Jim. The yes, people of no. France have given me two stories this morning that have uh, made me go yay and make me go Ugh. which ones you want first? Ugh. Ugh. A quarter of French men do not change their jocks every day and they do not take either a bath or a share every day. How come they're some of the sexiest men on the planet? Sexy with a with a bang. <laughs> yeah. The French have had a reputation amongst American and British people, and possibly some Irish, for uncleanliness. And they still have not caught up with some of the other nations. The French Institute of Public Opinion found 81% of women said they washed their whole body every day. That's still a bit minging. What are the 20% not doing? 19? They're not washing every day. They say, right? That's disgusting. It, it isn't. It isn't great. I'll give you that. Because um, you know, f- France would be quite warm. Is that including the, the summer weather? Like, yeah, French people. Uh, now, seventy-one percent of men say they wash their whole body every day. I wash my whole body. Every In nineteen fifty-one, fifty-two percent of French women said they washed all over every day. So it's up thirty percent almost. Yeah, but you you speak to a dermatologist, right? Yeah, and a dermatologist will tell you. Yeah. That it's not good for you to wash every day. That's a fact. It's not good for your skin. You well, should let it slide every so often if you can. Maybe over a weekend. Let the soap slide over your body. Yeah. Uh, back then in 1951, a magazine called Elle uh, shocked France because they said French women are not clean. There was murder overs. 
And this is still a bit minging, lads. 94% of French women say they change their underwear every day. Again, 6% are not changing every well, day. they've improved since the 50s then, haven't they? They stick to the wall. I don't know what they did in the 50s in terms of Everybody underwear. Everybody didn't wear any. It's 50s. Europe, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's true. 50s was Oh, watching. naturel. That's where it comes from. Bonjour. Madame. Bonjour, monsieur. <laughs> and again. Avez-vous un crayon? Oui. Again, right, now French men, 74%, change their jocks every day. In 1951, for that first sur- survey, 17% said they did it every day. Yeah, I'd say... The uh, bang of garlic off you. I'd say there's a lot of them. Well, let's not stereotype people now, Nobby. Well, the French are stereotyping themselves. Well, they the are, yeah, survey. Like, I'd say they're going le commando. Well, Some of those gentlemen. No, they're not saying commando, Jim. They're saying they don't wash. Uh, now, the good news from France is... The French Supreme Court has thrown out claims that a feminist who staged a topless protest against President Putin had committed an act of public indecency. Uh, you're better with the French pronunciations, Jim. Is the Kurdish Cassation? I'd have to see it. C O U R. The the yeah. D D E. Yeah. C A W S A T I O N. Cassation. Cassation. Said it was legal for women to display their breasts in public. Yes! So long as their behaviour was incorporated into an act of political protest. Everyone yes. hates Leo Varadkar. Get your baps out. Stick, stick SF on your baps and you'll be fine. <laughs> Mary Lou, we're starting with you. No, 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 no. Well, no you can't ask individuals to take out their breasts. But if you want to have... If it's a political, a political protest, protest, it's look, it's legal. Yeah, they'll probably be stinking. the same here, is it? Well, that puts you off, though. I mean, if, if a really beautiful French ah, girl... Guys or girls. And a really beautiful French girl was chatting to you, and she said, she casually mentions, I haven't had a wash since last Wednesday. What would you say? I'd say the shower's upstairs on the right. Turn first door on the left, and I'll see you after. Oh, you are so commanding. There's I fresh shocks in the hot press. What is shocks? Am I, if you just joined us, I'm pretending to be Nobby's imaginary French girlfriend. Mistress. Hello. And Mary Lou is uh, probably Mary busier. L- leave Mary Lou alone now. She's probably doing real stuff. You don't want the shinner bots on you. It is the strawberry alarm clock. <laughs> shinner boobs. F104. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long My Road and Deans Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. So Caprice yeah. has accused ITV of having no duty of care on Dancing on Ice. Caprice also says she quit the reality TV show for good. She claimed the bosses sided with bullying skating partner Hamish Gaiman, who's 36. After they split up after two weeks. Remember, she didn't want to carry on with him? Yeah. She uh, switched and he, pros. And he was left. I do think ITV have something to answer for. Now, maybe they have the answers. Mm. But in relation to Caroline and how they dealt with her versus Ant and how they dealt with him. And I think someone like Caprice, who's calling them out now after you know only this year finishing on the ice show... Yeah. Uh, is going to further put the spotlight on them to say, no, actually, we, we did do this with Caroline, we did do that. Well, ITV Maybe they have. We, we take our duty of care very seriously. We have always been fully committed to ensuring that everyone involved in Dancing on Ice is fully supported. Dancing on Ice is, by its nature, a physical challenge. Celebrities have access to a psychologist and they're offered counselling. There's also an on-site physio 
and a GP for mental and physical well-being. So sounds like they got most things covered there. On that specific show, maybe, yeah. But, but maybe, I mean, if they didn't get on as well, that could be a problem. She says that the shows in America are uh, easier to appear on. The guy who was Trump's doctor... Yeah. ...tried to sneak vegetables into his food, just like you do with kids. <laughs> Hidden veg! Dr. Ronnie Jackson hid vegetables in other food of his in the hope that they'd be eaten and not left on the side of the plate. He put cauliflower into his mashed potato. Now, if you've ever had cauliflower mash, it's hard to distinguish it between potato mash. I'm telling you. Not only that, he tried to hide the ice cream. Where? Just out of reach where he wouldn't know where it was. Right. My missus does that with my uh, I'd say behind runners. a book then, was it? Yeah. Well, I have runners that I can't find. They, d- they just disappear. Um, Dr. Jansen, Jackson once said uh, Trump might live to 200 if he ditched what? his unhealthy diet 20 years ago. Yeah, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of terms. You don't get two, can't very you? Very good gen- genes. The genetics of the Trump family are incredible, apparently. He tried to move an exercise bike and a cross trainer into the White House. Uh, and then he stepped down from his job and uh, didn't get to quite do that. But Trump once said to some Olympian or somebody, he said, uh, that, that stuff's going to kill you. You're going to die young because of that. He doesn't believe in exercise. He believes that exercise is a waste of the battery's energy and the body is like a battery. Well, how old is Trump? 73. Is that all? I thought he was like heading towards 80. Well, in seven years, he'll be 80. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get maths, but I thought he was nearly 80 now. <laughs> no, he's 73, Jim. Is that all? Yeah. Okay. Now, most 73-year-olds want to eat whatever the hell they want to eat. He doesn't have breakfast. He rarely has lunch. He doesn't drink any coffee or tea or alcoholic drinks. The only thing he drinks is Diet Coke. And he eats a lot of burgers. And he eats a lot of burgers. He, uh, he likes McDonald's and burgers, we- really well done steak, which is just, you know, awful. Uh, and just he's a high diet in, in meat. Right. So, um, so in fairness, right? He's always saying that word, sad. He eats the sad diet. He does. Standard American diet, sad. Loser. I like to eat sad. Burgers, sad. Sad. I think we all like a burger, but you know, not all the time. Yeah, but look, he's still going at 73. Exactly. Get <laughs> <laughs> more burgers, will you? <laughs> <coughs> not saying that. No. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Um, other news this morning that uh, we can tell you about is Amy Harris reckons she's figured out why the winter series of Love Island wasn't as popular with fans. Uh, it got 2.5 million viewers. It's still a lot of people. Like it's, it's, it's half of Ireland watching it. Uh, but it was nearly a million down from the first episode of the summer version last year. Two point, is this the UK? 2.5 million people watching. That's not good. In UK terms, it's not. like Really, that's, that's low. The big, big shows still get 11 and 12. Anyway, Amy is telling us here her theories for what went wrong. It's winter, there's loads of good dramas on. You can't really relate to it, maybe, because you're sitting at home in a onesie with a hot chocolate and they're all loving life. So people get jealous. It's jealousy. That's what you said, Jim. I think Amy's been listening to this show. And uh, finally, George Clooney uh, says he has spoken about this. Now, they're obviously using him because he is the face of Nespresso and Nescafe. 
and an easy person to, you know, put the spotlight on. George Clooney says he's surprised and saddened to learn that Nespresso, a company that has been partnered with, has been accused of using child labour. So dispatches on Channel 4 did an investigation. They found that suppliers in Guatemala had children working six-day weeks to pick coffee beans. And George says he hopes the company works on removing child labour from its process and wants the investigations to continue. But you can talk about this in terms of batteries for electric cars. There's so many other Mm. companies profiting from this kind of stuff. So oh, they think the CEO of that company said they're they're going to do a full investigation and fix it, mm. whatever that problem is there. So that is uh, the last bit of dish the dirt for today. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM One Hundred Four. It's nine fifty three.